What's up, Brainiacs? What's better than a Blabberbrain show? A Blabberbrain show outside. Get ready for a special fireside chat edition of Blabberbrains with our special guest, Joe Marini. Let's do this. Blabberbrains. And welcome back to Blabberbrains. I know we've been away for geez what it was almost a month about a month uh since our last episode so we apologize for that but life gets in the way of uh things that you need to get done and uh things take priority over a podcast and uh it's just the way it is but we're back and uh the guy over there in the uh dimly lit uh porch and the uh ever popular uh, big m hat that uh he's known for is the big m mark anthony what do you say, Good sir? evening, everybody in video land. <laughs> uh, yeah, with, uh, thankfully, there's more and more every time we uh, have one of these episodes. So that's a that's a good thing. We're uh, we're growing in popularity, as they say. So um, nowhere to go but up. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been fun. You know, a lot of great feedback. Um, we just uh, I posed a question the other day about uh, you know the formats of this show because we uh, we like to mix it up and um, kind of do something a little bit different every time. I know some people like consistency and some people like the the uniqueness. As you notice, the one thing that's different about today's podcast is we are outside. We were having a little fireside chat, uh, smoking our stogies here. Uh, this is how the Big M and I are used to talking. So we're <laughs> You know, that's how this whole thing started. We were sitting in cigar bars. Uh, actually, we've been blabbering a lot longer than cigar bars. But, I mean, the, the yeah. whole idea of getting this thing kicked off is because uh, of the conversations we would have uh, while sitting around the, in the cigar bar. So why not pay homage to that um, by doing a Blabberbrains episode in celebration of our us cigar smokers and those that tune in that love to uh, enjoy the fancy tobaccos. So what are you smoking tonight there, Big M? Well, I figured because I'm wearing a hat tonight and my usual prescription sunglasses, I would get all rugged because I'm super rugged, as everybody knows. So I have <laughs> me a, I have me a um, Kentucky Fire Cured Sweet. It's just a slight touch of bourbon sweetness to it. It's the Fat Molly, and okay. it's really good with bourbon. I'm drinking some Jim Beam Black with a little bit of Coke and some fresh lime. Well, I have my uh, traditional uh, Gentleman Jack on the rocks uh, for my libations uh, tonight. And I've got a 10th anniversary uh, Perdomo Habano. Uh, you know, these have become uh, my favorite smokes. Uh, they're just so consistent in uh, the way they burn, uh, the you know, the draw, the aroma, everything. They're just a very consistent cigar. So, uh, I also have my a guest here with me. He's half asleep now, but here's my oh, what's buddy up, Cooper? Cooper. Yeah, my Coop dog. Cooper's an internet star. Yeah, everybody loves Cooper. Yeah, he's half asleep, though. He went back over next to me. He'll probably get up and go back in the house because it's pretty warm out here. I got a, I got a fan blowing, but he'll probably go back in the air conditioning in due time. Cooper could get us at a, probably an extra 1,000 or 2,000 uh, viewers. You never know. We just mentioned that he's on the show, so you know people want to tune in for that. Yeah, P, he has a fan base. Most of them don't have Facebook accounts. but. Well, we got a, uh, a special guest coming up on the second half of the show, uh, a good buddy of mine for 20-some years, uh, Joe Marini. And uh, those of you in the Pittsburgh area and possibly Las Vegas area, uh, know who Joe is, uh, and we'll get into discussions about, um, you know, his background and why he's uh, deserving of being on the Blabberbrain show. He's uh, just a great guy, funny guy, and uh, enjoys the the tobacco sticks like as as we do. And uh, he's going to be really good to talk to. But uh, first, let's get another uh, Blabberboast out of the way. First, cue the song. Blabberboast. There you go. Yeah. So my bladder boast tonight is uh, we're going to give some praises to uh, a, a hometown company that uh, manufactures something that is absolutely phenomenal all over the country, maybe even all over the world. I don't know how far their distribution goes. 
But uh, I'm talking about uh, my favorite breakfast meal is this Fit Crunch uh, protein bar. It's by uh, it's Robert Ir- Irvine's Fit Crunch, and it's it's made by uh, Irvine Foods. I'm sure that Irvine is uh, mixed in there somewhere, but uh, they're actually based in um, uh, Pleasant Hills, and they make. Uh, I bought these in Florida. I'm sure you can buy them in any state that, that uh, you go to. But what makes these so special is not just uh, the amount of protein that's in them. Uh, it's not just the flavor. They're absolutely the bomb. They're amazing. Uh, but they're actually baked. And you don't see this often. You see, uh, you know, whether they're, you know, put in, uh, you know, just uh, packed together with, with caramel or, or um Salt, you know, melted salt. Uh, then they put all kind of other ingredients like caramel or malt or something like that. Pack it in together, cut them all up, whatever. Then box them up. Some are, uh, are uh, freeze dried, so on and so forth. But these are baked. This is a, a unique formula. It's a unique recipe. Uh, he actually makes these for Fit Crunch, but then he also makes these Fit Crunch bars. He makes some uh, specific recipes for GNC. So you can buy these in GNC also, but you can buy these. Walmart, Giant Eagle, Shop and Save, any place around. If you're down south, you can go to Publix, Winn-Dixie, places like that. Get these. I'm sure Kroger's uh, has them. But uh, they also, like some, this this is peanut butter, by the way, which is the absolute bomb. I love peanut butter. They also make uh, peanut caramel, which is another one of my favorite. Uh, cookie dough, cookies and cream. Some other ones that uh, they make that you might like, which not so much my favorite, but birthday cake and peanut butter and jelly, stuff like that. But anyways... Just wanted to pay homage to a, a, a local town company that makes an awesome product. And no matter where you're at in the country, you can go to the store and, and uh, pick yourself up a uh, Fit Crunch. And then uh, maybe let us know if you got to try it and what you thought of it. But I think they're, they're pretty awesome. So, you yeah, I've had them before. Yeah, you got anything Actually, to boast about? Well, you know what? I, I forgot I bought, bought this and I ended up throwing the packaging out of what I was going to boast about. Well, you could talk about it anyways. You don't have to show the package. But to get back to what you were just talking about, I've had those a few times, and, they're, and they are really good. I've no. got them at a, a get-go, which is basically a Johnny Equal gas station right. uh, down the street from me. And uh, they're also, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, you cut out on me there for a second, but they're also like low-carb, too. It would fit into yes. an Atkins sort of thing. You know, there's a lot yeah, of that's because they're, they're, they're baked and there's not, like I said, the, as far as like the cookie part in here, the cookie part's rather small. It's it's all the other ingredients that kind of stack it up to be, uh, you know, kind of good. It's a little dark out here. Otherwise, I'd be able to read the ingredients off. But um, anyways, so what do you got to boast about? Well, I don't even know. These could even been out for a while and I didn't know about it. But I was, I was grocery shopping uh, a couple days ago and going through the owls and i come across these uh, i've had nutter butter cookies those peanut butter cookies right that they sell like an oreo stuff like that well they're selling them fudge dip and i just they caught my eye and they were on they were on sale three boxes i think it was ten dollars something like that so i bought three boxes and three days later i'm done with all three boxes of them i've been getting a box of them a day i mean they just and I always thought nutter butters were a pretty good cookie, but with the thick fudge on them, oh my god! I I've been eating a box of them a day, <laughs> a pack, package yeah. of them a day. If they were if they were a woman, I would make hot monkey love to it. <laughs> well, I'm sure again. that again, again, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't help with the uh, COVID weight that most of us have put on. Oh, I I've, put on. I had to go buy new. This this is the first time in years I've had to do this. I had to buy a a few pair of shorts just to wear for the summer because I can't fit in any. Oh, geez. Yeah, I mean, there's, I'm well, out my, of jeans. I, I have the, the, uh, the stretchy uh, waistband, so that helps. Now, actually, about a week or so ago, I've actually started to kind of curtail my, my diet and, and uh, try to see if I can shed a, a few of these pounds. I don't have time to work out like I used to be able to work out, so I just kind of got to do it by my diet right now until I can find that time to be able to work out. But... Um, Anyway, so, well, that's uh, the end of this segment. All right. So, um, something interesting happened today was, um, you know, I, I've, I, I come across a lot of uh, 
interesting panhandlers along the way. And I have, I've had told stories about them, stuff like this. But just to be uh, clear about how I handle uh, panhandlers uh, on the road, either whether I pass them by uh, walking or whether I'm driving by them and stuff, Pittsburgh is, has a plethora of them. You can't you know, be on any main roadway or any uh, you know, major street corner without running into a, a panhandler. And um, so typically what I do is, you know, most of them have signs up to say, uh, you know, homeless or hungry and all this other stuff. You know, anything helps, that type of thing. Um, I, I, it's not my part to judge whether these people really are homeless or whether they're just out there just trying to make a buck because they don't either want to work or they can't work. And whatever their situation is, I don't try to prejudge them. The way I deal with it, I drive around with a box of... Um, of cliff bars in my vehicle and I, I feed them. I, I give them if they're actually homeless and they're hungry, I figure they could use some food. So, uh, that's, you know, just as good as giving them money, I guess. So, uh, so rather than being this person who says, well, if I give them money, they're just going to do X, Y, and Z with the money. I, I still want to help people out, you know? So, um, the way I work it is I'll give them food if I'm driving by and they're on a street corner, I hand them out. But the other thing I like to do is if I'm walking up uh, one of the streets of Pittsburgh, like the Strip District or something like that, and someone's uh, playing uh, like an instrument, saxophone, clarinet, some people, you know, play guitar, then you see them on the street corner. These people are, are at least doing something to earn the money. So th those are the people I give money to as, as a little tip or whatever for, for performing and entertaining people. But um, today, um, had this panhandler, and as typical, what I do, you know, he has a sign saying, you know, homeless, hungry, please, anything help. Um, he walked over to the car, saw I was handing him a clip bar, and he's like, oh, thanks, buddy, I'm good. And I'm like, you know, at least could you put on a show? To You know what I mean? Because I'm going to pass by you probably every single day for the next week, however long you're standing out there, whatever other people are doing that. Could you at least put on a show and be gracious and take it and say, thanks a lot, you know, whatever, God bless, whatever you want to say. Um, I've come across a, f a few rude people before. That, I mean, that, that just kind of blows me away why you wouldn't even, I mean, I'm not trying to, maybe he thinks oh, I laced it with something and I'm trying to harm him. I mean, I just pulled it out of my bag. Um, but, you know, another time when this guy was uh, standing on a street corner of uh, 88 and 51, and uh, there's Leopardi Auto Sales right behind him, right there. And he's looking for money. And he says, lost my job trying to feed my family. Anything helps, right? So I said, and, they, and Leopardi had this sign up on their board that said, lot attendant wanted, right? And I'm like, it's right there. So I said, um, oh, I'm on my window down. I was very nice to the guy. I said, hey, I'm not sure if you happen to notice. I said, but Leopardi over there, there's, they're looking for a lot attendant. I said, maybe you can go over there and, and ask for a job. And he's like, Nobody effing asked you, yelling at me. She's like, F you, F you, get out of here. It's like yelling at me, cursing at me. And I'm like, really? Dude, I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> like, You're probably well, the 100th person to tell him that. Well, <laughs> okay. right am, am I stating the obvious? I mean, they got a big sign there. You, you shouldn't oh, be. If, if, it, if, you're, if your stick is you're just trying to out there looking for, for somebody to give you money, you shouldn't be standing outside of a place that's looking for uh, somebody to come work for them with a sign saying, I'm out of work. I need help. Uh, just common sense 101, I guess. But, you know, we've seen that before. Common sense is, is kind of dead. Uh, yeah, but, um, common sense isn't so common anymore. Oh. He but, probably still did okay there. Oh, I'm sure he does. I mean, these or people he's not it there, in. He probably wouldn't be there. <laughs> well, again, it's not my place to judge, but, you know, if you're going to if someone is trying to give you an, uh, a friendly gesture, I don't care if it's giving you money or giving you uh, food or giving you a tip or something. Um, what if I would have walked up and said, "Hey, dude, I, I, I could, I'll hire you. You know, I need somebody at my bit." Would he have still yelled at me because he's just out there looking for for free handouts? I, I don't mm -hmm. get that. So, well, I would, I would have, a, I would have a word to those people, but they're probably not tuning into the Blabber Rain Show. But I would just say. If, if I were to talk to these people, look, just be courteous. If people are trying to be nice to you, you don't have to be rude back to them. Um, and to everybody else tuning in here, do your part to help these people out. I mean, I know a lot of people say, well, they're fake. They're not even homeless. And 
you see stories. I, I see videos all these times of people panhandling and they get into nice cars and drive away. <laughs> There's one video. One guy walked over this lady who was in California. A guy handed, him, handed this lady 20 bucks and then sees her getting into a, a better car than the guy that just gave him, gave him the 20 bucks. And he went over. He goes, where do you get the nerve to get into a, a, a car that's nicer than mine? And I've been giving you money for, for months now. You know, and she mouth shut and she just drove away. Um, again, it's not my place to judge, but I, that's why I like to, uh, you know, buying a box of Cliff Bars at Sam's Club is going to set me back, you know, 14, 15 bucks or whatever it is, maybe 18 bucks. Um, and I hand them out whenever I see someone looking for food. So if you're out there, if you, you know, you see someone, don't prejudge them. Just do something to help. If you want to do the same thing, carry around some food, hand out some food. I think that uh, regardless of whether they receive it, uh, take it in good faith or not like that, just you're still doing your part to help out whenever you can. That's, that's how I look at it anyways. So what's, uh, what's new on the music front? You got any uh, new songs you've been... Uh, Ready to premiere? Well, I mean, I have tons of stuff. I started writing something new, though. And I guess I'm at the point with everything that's going on and how things have been shut down and stuff. You know, I've been sort of holding out and just occasionally putting something up, maybe something that I wouldn't record. And now it's the point where, you know, I'm just going to start putting out, do some recordings with video of just uh, of stuff that I want people really to hear. Right. And uh, so... I'm going to put something up probably in the next in the next week. I also thought about doing a series like I did a couple of those quarantine covers and doing it the mass singer right. cover <laughs> thing where I actually I'm wearing one of the surgical masks while I'm playing and singing singing the song itself. And I, nice. of course talked to I've talked to a couple of people at studios. There's one I told you about. I haven't right. heard back from anybody. I don't know if they're operating or not. And there's something else I'll bring up to you off off camera too but um yeah i'm gonna put something up again soon i was surprised with the last thing i put up i did a shortened version of a slow song and i'm like well this could be i don't know how people will take it. it's probably very lean more to the to the female crowd and it got say got over sixteen thousand views and what 44 45 shares so you well, know, you, you're, getting, it, you're getting more views than blabber brains. Yeah, what are we doing wrong here? <laughs> was that? I said you're getting more views than blabber brains here. There, there's got well, we got to make some sort of connection. It, it's because that's because it's easy because you're you're doing a song. You know, it's harder yeah. to get people to tune in and stuff than but there's so much stuff out there and it's almost you see even famous people now. I get things on my even on Facebook on news feeds that are people who are famous who have been selling millions of of CDs or I still call them albums and they're, and they're still out there paying no, to advertise stuff because that's what there's just so much out there now you gotta you gotta pay to play but people still need to take the initiative and say hey I like it or if I share it and if I get you know 16,000 views and I don't know how many went all the way through but over 200 likes you know over 40 people to share it then you know to me that's pretty good for somebody who's not you know who, who, who's not famous right people don't know most people don't know who i am i mean maybe around pittsburgh or western pennsylvania and they may sound familiar but that's about it well i tell you what's a what's a gold mine right now um in some areas if you have a uh, establishment with a uh, large enough um uh, piece of land is um uh drive-ins you know not only are they raking them in for showing movies but they're now uh holding concerts there and people driving in uh, it's not gonna be the wave of the future eventually this stuff is going to clear up and people will, will be able to attend concerts again but um you know for right now i mean some of you know some of the mediocre to bigger bands i heard uh you know, Metallica now is going to be playing uh, some drive-in uh, theaters, even in Pittsburgh here. I'm not sure which one they're going to be playing at. Maybe it's dependable or something. But um, but Metallica's coming to Pittsburgh playing in uh, the uh Are they actually teams. coming here physically, or yes. is it just... No, yeah, sorted? they'll be physically here, and what they do is uh, the bands that perform up on a stage, that uh, then they, they videotape them so that they, you know, you can see them on the big screen. 
it's not really a, a, an ideal way to go to a concert. I mean, yeah, you can tailgate and sit outside your car. Maybe that's kind of cool and stuff like that. But, you know, it's not the most ideal way to, to see, a, see a band and stuff like that. But, I mean, you might as well watch them on been, TV. There's been some of them that, like, um, oh, I can't, now his name is slipping my mind, um, did, did that where, you know, he was doing a live show, and it came to, like, Dependable or one of the ones here in Western Pennsylvania, but he wasn't here. It was right. being shown live on the screen, and I think they, he had it in maybe 250 or 300 drive-ins across the country. And of course, there's it, they they charge by the car; it's yeah. not per head. And I'm surprised more people aren't 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 doing that, even for like paper. Well, I saw a band a few about a month ago, Dirty Honey. It's a regional band from I think they're in Michigan, like around Detroit. Really good band. Um, and they did something like that where you could pay, I think it was nine, I think I paid nine ninety five or something like that. And they did a concert and, but you could watch it on you, the app. You could watch it on your TV or on your phone or whatever. And surprisingly it sounded, I mean, it sounded fantastic and it sounded like a live concert, you know, yeah, I mean, well, it wasn't, it was uh, really good. Disciples did the same thing there. Uh, what they do is they, you know, sell tickets they uh you can watch it live online or they have different levels where there's like even like a vip where you can watch them do like a you know acoustic performance beforehand um they do um then they they you know you can buy t-shirts and stuff like that they have like all kind of packages but they're like the recording quality is like really good i mean it's like because what they're doing also is they they'll give you the the uh, audio version of it as almost like a like an album and then they'll give you the, the video, like to download and, and keep it and save it and stuff like that when you purchase it. So that's kind of cool. Um, and I think you're going to see a lot more bands doing that. Again, it's not the same as being live and in person, but, um, you know. No, but I tell you what, if I'm a band traveling around, I mean, there's just so many hands that touch everything that you touch and yeah. vice versa. And, and the traveling and everything that's involved with it, you could get stuck somewhere. I'm surprised that, I mean, with today's technology it's not really that hard to do plus you don't have the i mean to pay ten dollars or even five dollars i mean look at how much Ticketmaster gouges you for the seat somewhere hey band's got to start doing that and just to do something you know what i mean just get some money in the money in the door you got to do something i think it could do quite well if you could get enough of people you know across the country for one show right i mean you you could you could do pretty pretty damn well if you could get i'm sure that um it's not kenny chesney i it's trisha yearwood's married to him i mean he guy's big as hell i i'm familiar real involved in the whole country music thing and his and he's slipping my mind right now keith urban was, i don't know I, I don't no 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 he was real big back i don't in follow the, country so I don't know. in the 90s yeah but you know who he is um he's the, he was the biggest he walked away from it for years i can't i can't believe i I feel like an idiot Garth right Brooks? now because he's, yeah, I mean, Garth Brooks. Okay. <laughs> Him and Trish. I mean, I can't. Believe he, like, he's the biggest that I know. Yeah, I mean, his mind. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank here like an idiot. And uh, I heard it did that. I didn't. I wasn't at home. I I wasn't mind checking it out, but I heard mm. it was quite. I heard it. I heard it was quite good, and they they so I I think they went into the millions as far as purchases. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Well, hey, well, why don't we uh, take a break where it looks like we're coming up on the bottom of the, the half hour here, and um, we'll, we'll uh, come back with our special guest, Joe Marini. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy uh, listening to him join in on the, the conversations. And uh, so stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Thanks. Blabberbrains. All right, welcome back to Blabberbrains. Uh, for us, it was a long break. For you, it was uh, but a moment. And uh, we are now joined by our special guest, uh, Mr. Jam Jam Joe Marini. Let's give him a big round of applause. Or as I like to call him, uh, Joe uh, Three Sticks Marini. Uh, you know why I call you Three Sticks? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Well, let's see. Uh, drumsticks, cigar sticks, golf sticks. There you go. Three Sticks. Okay. Good enough. That, Sounds that, good. That's your new nickname, Joe Three Sticks Marini. I'm on it. <laughs> Hold on. All right, Joe is uh, as you can tell by the uh, the guitar behind him is a uh, keyboard player, 
Uh, no, obviously he's a uh, drummer, a uh, pretty phenomenal drummer. Uh, Joe and I have known each other for about 24, 25 years, something like that. And uh, Joe plays with a fabulous uh, band around here called uh, uh, Jim Donovan and the Sun King Warriors. Um, as uh, I guess is that that's your primary band. I know you you play in a lot of different bands. You fill in for a lot of people. You do studio work. Uh, you're you're one of the you know busiest guys I know. Not right this second, but uh, you get to play with a lot of different people. Um, not just yeah. around here, Pittsburgh, but the 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 surrounding region. You even out in uh, Vegas, right? You played some gigs out in Vegas. Here uh, and there, yeah, right. but I mean it's mostly Pittsburgh and surrounding area stuff. Right, uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's you. I think you just described me better than I could describe me. All right, there you go. You can uh, save this uh, on the playback and type up your bio. There you go. There you go. Uh, Perfect. You know, met uh, Joe when he was uh, playing with uh, our good buddy Doug Corey. I've known Doug even you know longer, probably almost as long as Mark, maybe not quite. Uh, Truth and Soul. Yep. And uh, Joe and and Truth and Soul and Doug and all those guys appeared on uh, the Power Hitters tribute to classic rock that I produced back in 1996, something like that, 1996, <laughs> uh, right. a lifetime ago already. And they did a uh, cover version of uh, Gary Wright's uh, "Love Is Alive," which was a uh, a great cover uh, song. I actually sang backup on it because nobody else could seem to hit that high note. So I was I was pulling out my Paul Stanley. Trying to hit that high note without without uh, dipping too much into falsetto and stuff like that, but it was it was a really funky, uh, great version of uh, "Love Is Alive." So, and uh, if anybody's interested in, in uh, hearing it, because you can't buy that uh, that uh, CD in the stores anymore, uh, hit us up and I'll send you a, a copy of it uh, via MP3 or AIF or Wave or whatever you whatever your preference is. I'll. I'll shoot you a copy of it. Any song on that CD, we had a lot of great local bands, some of you that remember it. And uh, if you're like, oh, I don't have that CD, but I remember it, I remember those songs, hit us up, man. I'll, I'll shoot you. We're not going to sell it to you or anything like that. So it's free for us to give away. So you want it? You don't have a few cassettes sitting around still that you can chip Well, that one never went to cassette. <laughs> we, uh, Dream Makers was on cassette. And actually, I, I might still have some Dream Makers cassettes sitting around somewhere. But uh, I have one sitting in here somewhere. Uh, Power Hitters. The whole box of cassettes I don't use anymore. Uh, Power Hitters was uh, nothing but CD, and um, you know I'm not sure how much money was raised uh, for United Cerebral Palsy, but we had uh, fun doing that. We had fun at, uh, playing at the attic uh, for our release party, so that was a lot of fun. Nice. So, anyways, uh, Joe's also played with another uh, good friend of mine, Natalie Sugars. Uh, what was the, what was the band you played with, Natalie? Uh, band was called In the Mood. Nice. Um, Mostly like Am lounge I screaming stuff. Screaming right now is this no. too loud? Can you? It sounds no, okay. You, you scream anyway. So what difference? Does okay, it make? yeah, true. You're, you're allowed. You're allowed Italian. So what? I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the band I was in with Natalie was called In the Mood, and we did. Uh, that was like a uh, an agency kind of a gig. Right. Uh, a lounge, like a lounge act. Shows. Yeah. And, uh, like high end wedding receptions, that sort of thing. Well, Natalie is uh, extremely talented. Yeah. Um, I think I'd like to get her on Blabber Brains here <laughs> uh, eventually. So she's a really good girl, really class act. And, no doubt. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure she would. No, I'm sure she would, too. I'm really going to light this up. Yeah, what are you, what are you uh, smoking here? What do you got? This is my an everyday uh, Cusano, which is just a Dominican uh, Connecticut, like a good everyday smoke. Yeah. Very light and easy and not harsh. That's my favorite of Connecticut. Uh, that's my... my yeah wrapping of choice so no doubt yeah. easy to smoke you know yeah i don't know why i'm i'm uh partial to uh you know uh, honduras and nicaraguan cigars for some reason the, i don't know those two regions i just I, I like their cigars and it's not like i seek them out it's like when i try cigars i'll have to look and see where it's made it's like oh honduras i'm like okay <laughs> uh nicaragua whatever seems to, seems to always be good cigars from right there. right yeah. exactly so uh so, anyways, uh, we were talking before about um, uh, you know what what you've been doing, is, at least as far as doing session work and stuff like that. And even now, it's kind of uh, really hard because of, of COVID and everything like that. But uh, so, uh, what are you working on right now to keep yourself busy? You know, these videos that we get um, phone calls to do are really really neat. Um, 
there's a there's a keyboard player who I work with, uh, Mark Mark Trois. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, you know Mark. Okay. Yeah, know Mark. Well, he's he's back in Pittsburgh now, and he's cool. he's all over these videos where everybody plays their part to a to a click track. Right. And, and you record, you know, video and audio, then you send that to Dropbox, and he does all his magic and marries everybody's parts together. Nice. It's crazy. Um, we have we have mm-hmm. a couple that are already done uh, that are on my page somewhere. And then we and we have one that's almost done right now. Um, we're doing videos like that. We've done some of those videos with the Sun King Warriors too. They're really fun. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, an occasional gig playing Cajon with uh, Juan and Erica Vasquez. I'm playing with them sometimes, right. playing you know like um, wineries and stuff like that. And that's a really fun gig too, which is very simple and stripped down. Right. But uh, you know, what else is there to do? Not, not much. Right. Um, al- although we do have a show booked with the Sun King Warriors. Uh, I forget the exact date, but I'll, I'll get it to you. It's one of these drive-in movie theater nice. shows. We were just talking about that. We were in the just first talking segment. about yeah. that before you <laughs> came on. Yeah, I want to say it's September twenty-fourth, but it's in like the it's in the Somerset, PA area. Right. It's probably us and an, another band or two, and they're doing that whole thing similar to what they do in Butler, PA. Right. So we do have one of those gigs coming up, and man, I mean, to say I'm looking forward to it is a massive yeah. understatement. Right, right. I mean, just to get out and be in front right. of people and stuff. And, you know, another uh, really good friend of ours uh, is uh, Kevin McDonald. I know uh, another part of that band. Kevin is extremely talented, and, you know, again, I, I, I think that. I don't know how you gather uh, so many people in one band that are just uh, a group of great guys, but I, I, would you classify the Sun King Warriors as a, just a group of great guys? I mean, talented, uh, great I, guys. I, I've brought this up to Jim um, maybe a year into playing with him because I joined the band, I want to say, uh, end of 2015. Uh-huh. And I, we were playing a gig in Altoona, a, a benefit show, and I told those guys that, you know, before that show, how happy I was to be playing with them because there were no psychos in the band. Right. None. Yeah. No. Not only is everybody. Yeah, that's hard to come by. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't there always. Stories I could tell you. <laughs> exactly. Isn't there always at least one person in the band who, I don't know, just at the very least rubbed you the wrong way or something. Yep. Well, Joe, um, I know what. I know why why you're in a band that doesn't have that you don't have a psycho in it. You're not a psycho, and it's usually that my experience is a lot of times the, the psycho in the band's a drummer. <laughs> yeah. So you got a you got a drummer. You're a rarity. You're a great drummer, and you're not a psycho. I mean, you, you're. Let's hope people, not. You're in high demand. Well, it's, <laughs> you're in high, especially in in Western Pennsylvania. Sometimes it can be the singer too. So, yeah. uh, but anyway. Yeah, the, um, you also, uh, I know that, uh, geez, this was a while ago, you sat in with another uh, group of my buddies in Nomad, uh, sure. North of Mason-Dixon. Yeah. Um, I actually, well, just I've been friends with those guys since back when they were Stone Romeo and then True. Right. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of work for them, uh, even like their, you know, I do their album work covers on a few things and design logos for them. But a nice. uh, little, little, uh, trivia thing on there uh i the guys that i played with on the power hitters the band uh, purple heart was basically the core members of nomad uh, wow. with myself on bass so you know uh, i forgot th- that yeah um i want to say uh, geo bennett yeah geo played on there yep and uh, rick gallagher and uh, bobby Bo- bobby yeah right. right and uh the only i mean from the original lineup there was brian osborne so he wasn't there obviously because i was playing bass you know, right. Dave Lindar, and so um, yeah, we we uh, wanted to do something a little bit different. We we just called ourselves Purple Heart, but we actually played out a few uh, gigs as Purple Heart uh, with some different members. It was myself and Dave and and a few other people, but sure. and then we played the Attic uh, release party as Purple Heart, so that was a lot of fun. But um, we played uh, at the Attic. Here's a little tie-in. 
at the attic, we, we, uh, one of the songs we played was uh, the Lillian Axe version of No Matter What. And I know that you covered No Matter What on your yeah. CD. Uh, yeah. The sympathy and uh, criticism. You got it. All right, all right, man. So you, and Joe was nice enough to, to meet me out at uh, Oakmont during the U.S. Open yes. and give me a copy of his CD. So that was really nice. cool. So, I forgot uh, that I did that, but I'm glad that I did. Yeah, we just both happened to be. I was working out there, and Joe was spectating out there. I sure and, was. Um, like, yeah, man. Just if, if you're gonna give me uh, one of your discs, I will. I will listen to it, and I, I even gave him feedback on it, stuff like this. Uh, awesome. Great, great disc, man. And you, you poured your heart and soul into that. How long did it take you to, to put that together? Like eight years or something like that? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, roughly. Uh, we started it in 2003. Wow. And it released in 2015. Wow. 12 years. Now, keep in mind, I wasn't working on it. No, I know. Yeah, people need to know. It's just something you were chipping away at. And, and you know, exactly life, right. life gets in the way of, of doing things here. And I, the same thing happened with the, the, the Beanhead book that me and my sister, me and my sister published a, a children's book a while back ago. Nice. And we say it took 20 years to put together, but it wasn't. We weren't working on it for 20 years. We started the right. idea 20 years ago, and just yep. things happened, and we, it finally got released 20 years after that, we started working on it. So That's right. You get the chance to get to it, and you chip away at it maybe for a few weeks, and then schedules get in the way. Right. And a couple months go by, you're not on it. And then, you know, our, our joke uh, at every gig I did with Scott Anderson, it's like, right. hey, man, how's that solo record coming? And we... <laughs> He asked me that for a decade, right? You know, um, but I think maybe around 2013 or 14, I was like, okay, I'm sick of this record not being done, <laughs> and um, you know, right at the end of the tunnel, it got close enough that the the last year was like, boom! I'm, I insist that this thing gets finished, and we finally pushed it over the goal line. You know what I mean? Right. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Well, like I said, it turned out good. Very, uh, I like the, the more jazzy stuff that's on there because that's kind Thank of uh, my 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 second favorite thing to to rock is is jazz. No um, doubt. And um, you know, you kill it at that. That's I, I think a sweet spot of yours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, really talented in that area. But the whole well, thing is good. If it, it it's not as if for sale anywhere. You got to you know you just take um, it to shows with you or what do you do? How nah, can people, how can see, people buy it if they want it? CD Baby has it. CD you can actually buy the physical CD still from CD Baby. Not on Amazon or anything like that? It, well, it is, but only for download. Okay. Uh, so you could download it on Amazon. You could download it on Spotify. It's, it's, it's all, in all those places. But, um, you know, I made that CD be a fold-open CD to try to mimic what it was like to buy an album yeah, in the 70s. Absolutely, you know? yep having something tangible in your hands. Yep. So, um, which thank goodness I, I mean, they're I'm doing all, that again. I'm all for people downloading it, of course, but man, I'm, I, I, the older I get, the more old school I get. Right. And I really would love for people to listen to the album in the order that I put the tunes. Right. And to be able to see the liner notes. Right. So order, like you did CD in baby. the seventies, you know, so but we're going off CD baby. Well, like I said, if you if you uh, love uh, contemporary stuff, uh, you know there were some uh, really good, um, you know, really cool laid back uh, songs, some good grooves, uh, all that kind of stuff. So if you if you're the type that like, uh, you know, the kind of music you can just sit back and chill to, or yeah. just kind of just lose yourself in, that album's the one to do it. So um, it, I, it, thank you. I, I would also warn people that it's not. Uh, it's not an album that is geared towards one demographic. Right. It's very wide open. Diverse, I mean, right. uh, my, my friend Max Leak, great, great uh, jazz uh, pianist, he has the album and he said to me, Joe, I really like it. It's, uh, you know, snapshots of your career. Right. And that's exactly right. There's, you know, there's blues on the album, uh, there's straight ahead jazz, there's fusion, there's rock, there's pop, there's inspirational. There's all of that. Right. Um, and it's just all based on what I was doing at the time, you know. But um, I've had people buy the album and say to me, what, what the hell were you doing with this? This doesn't make any sense. Right. Because it's very jumpy as far as musical styles go. So right. what are you going to do? 
Well, here's another. Um, I'm not sure if I you heard this story before about Mark Troy uh, with the power hitters, but um, we um, when we were doing Roll with the Changes, uh, which was the big uh, ensemble that we had all everybody from different bands yeah. sing on, and then big the big chorus, the big chorus, and everything. Um, Rick Gallagher was supposed to play the piano with that, and uh, was not able to make it into the studio that day. I can't. It's 24 years ago. I can't remember the reason why he was there. But uh, Mark happened to be in the studio, and we're like, or no, maybe I don't think he, Mark was even there. I said, I, I asked Doug, I like, Can we get Mark down here um, and uh, see if we can get him to play uh, Roll with the Changes. So we got, we got him on the phone, and he said, uh, Well, I've never played it before. I'm like, yeah, but you're a professional, dude, can't you? <laughs> he came Pretty in. Pretty easy song. Kind of. I mean, it, there's a lot of moving going on in their piano, but if you're a... It's busy. It's busy, but it's, it's kind of straightforward. If you know the song, you could probably try to figure it out. Mark, like a yeah. seasoned professional, sat down, figured it out. Boy, if you listen to the track, it sounds like the original piano line yeah. playing, like it's Kevin Cronin playing. So did a fabulous job nice. with that. So blew, kind of blew everybody away. Stepped up to the plate nice. when, when needed. So... And, Good uh, deal. Yeah. One of the other things, uh, Joe and I, we've been threatening for years to play golf with each other. And uh, it's one of the things we love to do, uh, smoke cigars, uh, play music, uh, and golf. Yeah. And uh, so finally got, got a chance to do it this way and this year. And I probably had the worst round of my life. <laughs> <laughs> not none of my life, but definitely in the last year. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I know I think we all played pretty uh, abysmal that day. It was really... Uh, it was, it was something else, man. The rough was, was just incredible to uh, try to play out of and stuff that day. But um, we still it had was. a great, we still had a great time, man. A lot of good laughs. Um, but you know, I think we gotta, we gotta get back out and hit the links again. Hopefully, maybe I'll, I'll uh, be able to put together a better performance. But um, uh, well, it, me as well. But the thing is, is to me. September and October is the best time to play. Oh yeah, because it starts cooling down a little bit. Uh, no you know, doubt, less humidity and stuff like that. I yeah, mean, so I mean, I, you know, I'm especially courses are you know close courses. Right. I, I'm there. All I got to do is get a sitter for the dog, and I'm good. Right. Yeah. Well, we played uh, Totter Ridge, which is probably about the only uh, uh, golf course around that is as close to a links course as you're going to find, and it's such yeah. a such a beautiful course, and awesome. I, you know, I, I, I've, I've, I'm up and down there, man. I've had really good rounds there. I've had really bad rounds there, and so if I had a bad round there last time, maybe the next time would be a really good round. We'll there you go. see how that goes, whatever. There but, you go. Uh, so, anyways, um, the uh, the other thing that uh, that really intrigues me is that um, you like when you you I like the the uh, a lot of your times your post you you like to sometimes put these posts out there where you're just like drumming on stuff you know what i mean yeah and and also showing yourself like playing your drum kits whatever trying to work out a fill or stuff like that have you how many comments do you get by people saying uh like that follow you or look to that to say you know for inspiration or something like that uh i get a fair amount of comments on, on those um and i would say some are you know drummers right obviously uh, who, are yeah. who are commenting which is really nice um other people just uh you know like right now i have a new drum kit and i've got some new mics that i'm that i'm kind of experimenting with and doing like a sound check basically right uh by way of a facebook post like okay here's the setting on this mic and you know here's a little snippet a little quick sound check right so people get all over my case like well, you're just showing off. You're not really doing a sound check. You know? There's always assholes out there. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Um, so, uh, but it's all in good fun, you know, and a lot of people um, just kind of like, some people just comment to comment, you right. know. Um, but I would say, yeah, a, a lot of people jump in with those with those little snippet videos. You know, right. try to keep them short. Try to keep them less than 25 seconds, to be honest with you. Right. You know. Um, but yeah, I would say I get, a, I get a fair amount of comments overall and I'm, I, listen, I'm thrilled. Anybody even cares enough to click on the video and watch it. Right. You know, I, I mean, I think you. I'm just thrilled and, and thankful just to have that. Right. So, uh, my question to you is, uh, when are you going to do, uh, 
uh, a video of a Steely Dan cover with a full band. Oh man, you're you're a big Steely Dan fan. I know you are. What, one of the biggest you'll ever meet. <laughs> um, man, would I love that? Um, we we were working on a whole tribute thing actually with the full oh, really? horn section. Wow, the whole deal. Um, but it's 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 been it's been a while, and you know, COVID messes everything up. Right. Um, it it could happen though. Um, this this uh, project that I'm doing with Mark Troyce and with Kurt Lawrence and Nick DeBatiste, right? We could cover a Steely Dan song very easily, I think. Uh, so I will I'll I'll make the suggestion tomorrow to those guys, and I'm sure they'd jump all over it. Awesome! Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. That'd be uh, that'd be amazing. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so when's uh, when's the last time you were out playing golf? Man, um, I did play two, uh, two weekends ago, and I want to say it was somewhere close. Um, oh, I played Suncrest off of Route 8, right. which was uh, very uh, okay, not real memorable. They put some money into the course, but it was nice. And then I played, I, played, I want to say, uh, Murraysville. When was the last time you played Murraysville Golf Club? Uh, a million years ago? You mean Murraysville Country Club? Murray, uh, I don't think it's Country Club. I, it's the one that's right next oh, to... Oh, I'm thinking, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Westmoreland Country Club. Yeah, yeah. Not um, that. Right. It's right. It's off of Route 22. Yeah, I've never, I've never played that. Well, it used to be a really short golf course. And right. They've, they've sunk some money into it and lengthened a couple holes. It's it's actually really nice now. I've played and Westmoreland before. Westmoreland um, used to have the, the slickest greens in the world. They were like putting on glass, which wow. I actually like. But they're really really super fast. Wow. But um, I've been I've been threatening to try to get Mark out on the, the golf course. You know, he's 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 expressed about this much interest in, in playing golf. <laughs> my uh, my problem is that I had a herniated disc in my back from a car accident years ago, and I'm not very flexible as it is and i i golf i think it was really one time which was 20 years ago uh, and when you're like 200 shots over par you're pretty crippled up the next you're pretty crippled up the next day but and, i have and that was just mini golf it. yeah and yeah, kennywood i think it was actually but no i i've always i i've thought about it i'm left-handed so i'm i'm sure i could probably find a left-handed set of clubs fairly cheap with somebody selling them because there's probably not too many lefties out there. I've thought about it and I just surely have to start with the kids like to go out with Mike or to go out with you. You, you guys would already be having dinner and a few drinks and then here I come walking in. I'm done guys. I'm ready to eat. So I don't know how well it would work, but I have, I I've definitely, I'm, a, I've gotten in a, Hell of a lot better shape with my back over the years since since that time. And we'll start you out the driving range. That's all. We'll just uh, take it easy on you. You know, just go and but I would, work but on I, the mechanics. There's so many people I know who who like the golf, and it would be cool to be more to get more and you know get involved with it and actually be able to. I don't care if I'm good or not, but at least I could sort of hang with everybody and not be you know, an hour behind. and Yeah, but you know yeah. what? You, when you go to Florida with me, you could uh, give my, my dad, uh, you know, an ego boost because he, he would be able to beat you. So, um, you know, and just make oh, him I'm feel sure. better about it. <laughs> you know what we could do? We could figure out a way to play in a scramble of some sort. Yeah, that, the scrambles are always good when you're just trying to learn because everybody takes turns hitting the ball, and if they don't use yours, then, I mean, and, you know, you some... Skip it. You skip it, and some some uh, scramble say you have to use at least everybody's, you know, shot once or drive once or something like that. And you know, out of eighteen holes, you're going to get, uh, you know, a, a drive that's usable or, or something along the way. So, uh, no doubt. Yeah, matter of fact, that, that's weird. I haven't played a scramble yet this year, and that's one thing that, that I'm I'm missing. So, I mean, um, it is. It's really a scramble is such a different kind of mindset, you know. Yep. Um, I mean it. You know, everybody's in the scramble, obviously, but, you know, sometimes you hit great shots and they're still not used because another guy in your group crushed one. 
you right. know. Um, and so, but I I like the idea of that. Plus, you're always when you're in a scramble, you're almost always competing to hopefully win something. Yeah. And that puts a whole new another spin on it. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I get very competitive in scrambles. Uh, you know, trying to at least play with a group that that's that's got a chance. Yeah. And, um, and that cares. And that cares. You know what I mean? You I, I yeah. So. It's one thing I'm missing this year. I usually I'm, I, I play in about three or four scrambles a year. I played in zero this year, but Man. you know that's Man. par for the course, <laughs> pun intended, for but, uh, 20, 2020. <laughs> there you go. But I'm bummed. Anyways, uh, looks like we're we're just about out of time here, Joe. But uh, you know I, I really appreciate you you come on coming on here and uh, blabbing sure. with us, uh, lighting up with us. Um, you know this is again as as I, I said earlier. Says uh, what Mark and I of recent days loved doing was hanging out in cigar bars, uh, talking, and uh, so far every Blabberbrain show we've been kind of locked down in our basement somewhere, yeah. uh, and uh, you know doing. It. I'm like, you know what? It's beautiful weather. I, I can't remember a, a summer uh, that we've had in Pittsburgh that, that was like this in a long time, which just gorgeous weather, um, and. Some people are saying, "Well, it's too hot." You'll never hear me say that. Mark knows yeah. that. You'll never hear yeah. me say it's too hot. I mean, I'm I'm one of those people. As long as it's dry, I don't mind it being hot and humid. I just like the fact that over the last couple months that we haven't had a ton of rain. Like every day, it's not raining. That right. that's what yeah. I enjoy. I no can doubt. feel less temperature. It could be a hundred. I'm fine as long as it's not raining every day. Yep. All right, no Joe. Doubt. So why, why don't you? Uh, where do where do you want people to hook up at you at on Instagram, Facebook? Give us uh, your your uh, your your pages that you want to promote. There, we'll flash it up on the screen. Great. Um, I mean, I do have an Instagram page. I use it a little. I I, I mainly am working on Facebook. Okay. With pr- promotions of uh, anything that that I'm doing, uh, video wise or drum things or you know, whatever gigs that are happening, uh, during this, I'm doing Facebook for the most part. So Facebook, what is that? Uh, drummer glass guy. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's facebook.com forward slash drummer glass guy, I believe. All right. Well, if it's not, we'll correct it. We'll put it up on the screen there. And if, yeah. they, if they want to find you on Instagram, it's uh what jam, jam, Joe Marini, right? Yes, it is. Jam, Jam, Joe Marini, kind of all one word. Right. All right. Well, uh, Joe, hey, look, this has been a blast. we got to get back out on the links. Uh, Let's do it. And, uh, you know, when we can, uh, when the cigar bars open up fully or something like that, we can even hang out there or whatever. But uh, until uh, until next time, you know, I'm, we're sorry this has been a month since we've been on the air here. And uh, we're going to try not to let too much time pass by between the next episode. But. We hope no you doubt. enjoyed this little fireside chat. It's a little bit different. We like to mix it up a little bit uh, each and every time. And yeah. uh, thank you, Joe. Thanks, Big M. And until then, we'll see you next time. See you later. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.